Welcome to the Pointing to Purpose podcast. I am Denise, Coach D, your podcast host, and I am excited for an opportunity to coach you through some topics beneficial for your growth and evolution. I have over 20 years of experience in both corporate America and Christian ministry work. What both arenas have taught me is, in order to be effective and successful, you will need to get a clear understanding of who you are and how you show up in the world. This podcast is a space where we can discuss how your purpose is connected to your everyday relationships and your everyday decisions. The Pointing to Purpose podcasts are conversations about unearthing how your choices affect where you are and how making necessary adjustments can get you closer to living the life you are meant to live. My assignment is to remind you that it is always about your purpose. Let's get started. What does it mean to lead? You must define a thing to understand and embrace it fully. I love a good quote. This quote by the author, researcher, and leader Brene Brown really resonates with me. It says, I define a leader as anyone who takes responsibility for finding the potential in people and processes and who has the courage to develop that potential. See, people often confuse management and monitoring of others as practicing leadership. Management is about dealing with or controlling Monitoring is observing and checking the progress of something or someone. However, leadership requires an engagement and investment in someone. Leadership is holding space for possibility in another and even yourself. Yes, yourself, and we will get to that. My experiences in various settings doing Different kinds of work always gave me proximity to people attempting to lead. Now, I say this because we are all works in progress striving to perfect what we do. I also say this because when we don't know what we don't know, we don't do what we must do to be effective. Our jobs as leaders in any capacity are to influence people to be better and hold space that allows for growth. Leadership is not a title. Leadership is a responsibility to foster people's development and it requires accountability for your agreement to do so. Leadership must never be a uh, lackadaisical undertaking for the sake of monetary gain or outward recognition. Leaders spend time shaping messages and casting vision. They work on their emotional intelligence to better handle people. Many people want to be seen as leaders, but they do not want to do the work required of leaders. Um, Somewhere in our heads, we have romanticized this idea of what it means to hold a position. 
usually this false reality is detrimental to others because who they are asked to follow are unreliable and struggles with consistency. We have just been delivered from four years of mayhem in the White House. Thank you, Jesus. We all had a front row seat to what happens when people are incompetent and inconsistent leaders. What we saw may have been on a grander scale, but it is no less impactful when we experience it in our individual lives when trying to answer our call and walk in our purpose. It is equally important when looking for a job or a civic organization to partner with or even a house of worship that you consider the leadership you will be attached to if you commit to joining them. Experience has taught me that some things are more important than money. You cannot put a price on peace of mind. Let me say that again. You cannot put a price on peace of mind. So the question becomes, how do you make better choices concerning leadership decisions? Well, for starters, we have to do a better job of leading ourselves. Author Ayanna Vazant says, Your willingness to look at your darkness is what empowers you to change. Before you can think about effectively leading another, you must work on leading yourself. What does this mean? Well, this means a few things. The first word that comes to mind is discipline. I don't know about you, but I am the to-do list queen. I have a collection of journals yet to be written in. I probably have more emails and calendars than the average person that I need to monitor. I have stuff, y'all. But none of this matters if there is no follow-through with what I schedule or plan. We can decide that we're going to do some things, right? We can create goals, make plans to execute them, and then wait. Wait for the right time and the right feeling to get it all done. We are waiting for this so-called right, never actually doing. The biggest key to leading you is learning to honor the commitment you make to yourself. Leaders decide what the priorities are and focus their resources on the priorities. It is no different when you are leading you. You must make yourself the priority and focus your resources on your commitments. I know that many of us are fully aware of what we need to work on. I know I need to become more consistent with working out and eating better. In doing so, it will allow me for allow for me to get better sleep. Doing this will give me more energy to be creative and accomplish more. Ultimately, it helps to ensure that I'm creating the momentum to walk in my purpose. It doesn't have to look pretty. It just has to get done. I need to say that again for the people in the back. It doesn't have to look pretty. It just has to get done. Remember when I said earlier, leadership requires an engagement and investment in someone? That someone includes you. 
I also said leadership is holding space for possibility in another, even yourself. You are important. You were created to meet a need. So you have no time to waste waiting for the life you want to materialize without doing your own work. What is your work? It may be that therapy you've been avoiding. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. And pretending you are okay is not working. Believe me, the cover-up isn't working. Selah. Pause and meditate on that. Your social media followers do not need any more announcements about what you are doing or getting ready to do. The feelings you get from that is fleeting. What is lasting is following through on the plans you've created for yourself. Subject yourself to the stretch goals, the one that the ones that pull you out of your comfort zone and requires more than the usual from you. If you can accomplish your dreams on your own, then you are not dreaming big enough. You need the kind of dreams that requires intervention from God. God is not leading you into shallow water. He will lead you out into the deep. Why? Because bigger fishes live in deeper water. In 2021, let's work on our leadership skills, beginning with leading ourselves. Get excited about what is coming your way. Launch out into the deep and get ready for a big catch. So I've added a new segment to the Pointing to Purpose podcast called Coach Me D. It is where I will answer your questions and pose questions to get you thinking about what it is you need to do differently to experience different in your life. Leading you is an everyday, all-day challenge. Most people struggle with beginning the goals and plans they set for themselves. I know this was me. It sounded like this. I will start on January 1st. I will start on Monday. I will write when I get the pretty journal. I will work out when I get the right equipment or the cute clothing. And none of this was consequential to achieving my goals. Like I said earlier, it does not have to look pretty. You just need to start. There's a song by one of my favorite artists, Jonathan McReynolds, called Comparison Kills. The lyrics of the song say this. You spend all night admiring pictures. They make life look perfect as they should. But you don't know the picture's story and how long it took to make it good. We get stuck in our heads because we have this picture-perfect thought of how we need to get to what we want. And I'm here to tell you to begin where you are and it will manifest the way God wants it to if you just embrace it. My call to action is for you to begin what you want to accomplish now. No more waiting, no more excuses, start. I pray that this has helped someone. If you have questions you want to be answered, 
you can send me a message or email and I will try to include as many of your questions as possible. So until the next time, chase your purpose and live empowered. Thank you for listening to the Pointing to Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the platform you're listening to so you can receive notifications of newly published episodes. Also, I would really appreciate your liking, sharing, and even leaving a review. This helps the podcast gain listeners. Dr. Brene Brown says this, Nothing has transformed my life more than realizing that it's a waste of time to evaluate my worthiness by weighing the reaction of the people in the stands. Now, if you've ever played a sport or participated in a performance, you realize that not everybody in the stands is there to support you. Not all that are watching are fans of what you are attempting to do. This is why we need to be clear. Clear of what you ask? We need to have the clarity of connectivity. Connectivity is defined as the state or extent of being connected or interconnected. A connection is being brought together or into contact so that a real link is established. Being interconnected is to be intertwined working together to accomplish common goals, or being in support of another's goal. So much so that what you bring to the table plays an intricate part in the work of another. Do you know who you are connected to or intertwined with? Not knowing may be affecting your process and your progress. Are these people you connected with a part of your tribe? See, a tribe is a group that we have a strong sense of unity. I have a friend who has no problem asking, who are these random folk? Although I chuckle when they ask the question, the truth is, it is a legitimate question. We must be able to identify the people we give proximity to. You have heard me say and continue to say, that not everyone is healthy enough to have a front seat in your life. The front seats are reserved for the people who have paid the premium and invested in the relationship so that it is safe enough for them to be close to you. Knowing this means we must learn to examine our connections regularly. See, three things can happen over time. You can change, they can change, and or your assignment can change. Any of these changes may require that you show up differently to accomplish your goals and walk in your purpose. Now, you should only give season passes to those who can help you and handle the season that you are in. If you have to continually stop and explain why you're doing what you're doing or defend the direction you are taking, These people are not for the season you're entering. The ones who get the season passes are the connections capable of showing up to the stands to support you and hold a safe place for you to be imperfect. 
Because when connections are that close and upfront, they can see all the imperfections. And what you don't need is negative feedback, but only constructive criticism from a real and genuine place of care and concern. This is what real connection does for you. Getting clear about who you are connected to in every season of your life helps to minimize confusion and give you the confidence to keep moving forward, knowing there are real ones that have your back. There can be no automatic emissions to your life. So let's talk about the disconnect. Here is a quote from Anyana Van Zandt. Release and detach from every person, every circumstance, every condition, and every situation that no longer serves a divine purpose in your life. All things have a season, and all seasons must come to an end. Choose a new season filled with purposeful thoughts and activities. The other side of having clarity of connectivity is to understand the disconnect. To disconnect is to break the connection, to detach or disengage. So how do you disconnect? See, many of us have made connections for various reasons. Also, we did not always attach or engage ourselves for the right reasons. I know for myself that I did not always have enough information to decide who I should connect to. I mean in every area of my life, whether it was a romantic link, a friend, an organization, a church, there was more research I should have done. And more significantly, I should have had a better understanding of who I was as an individual. How can you properly connect if you do not know who you are and what is required to live a productive and intentional life? Today, I have come to know myself better, and I know I have learned to choose for myself better. I am not looking for affirmation outside of myself. I'm not here to convince anyone of anything except the saving love of Jesus, because as a minister, that is just par for the course. But for a long time, I thought I needed to talk people into getting help. See, I am clear that I'm here to help people. It is my calling. However, it is not my calling to convince others of their need for help. That is a draining activity and it can keep you connected to unhealthy situations and people. How do you know if people are convinced of their own need for help? Well, they are willing to show up with what tools they have ready to acknowledge that there are areas that need repairing even if they cannot point out all the damage and disrepair in their lives. I believe that God will put people in your path with what you need to be better. You must be willing to humble yourself and ask for help and make the investment required to get to a place of wholeness. Getting help is how you get clear about your connections. Oh, and one other thing about the disconnect. You must be able to say no to what will not work and what no longer works. Stop agreeing because it is what you've always did, or it is how you avoid conflict and unwanted confrontation. 
you agree to try to keep the peace, forfeiting your own peace. In this season, for where it is you are going, you need a strategic yes for every opportunity and beneficial connection that shows up. And when I say beneficial, I mean that it benefits all involved. You no longer have the time and energy to put into propping up that which has nothing to do with your purpose. It is time to move on. Remember what we talked about last week? You must choose your heart. In doing so, you will disconnect from what hinders you and connect with what holds space for who you are meant to be and what you need to do. Let's get clear so we can move forward and make progress in this next season. Here is a quote from Anyala Van Zandt. Release and detach from every person, every circumstance, every condition, and every situation that no longer serves a divine purpose in your life. All things have a season, and all seasons must come to an end. Choose a new season filled with purposeful thoughts and activities. So the other side of having clarity of connectivity is to understand the disconnect. To disconnect is to break the connection, to detach or disengage. How do you disconnect? See, many of us have made connections for various reasons. Also, we did not always attach or engage ourselves for the right reasons. I know for myself that I did not always have enough information to decide who I should connect to. I mean in every area of my life, whether it was a romantic link, a friend, an organization, a church, there was more research I should have done and more significantly, I should have had a better understanding of who I was as an individual. How can you properly connect if you do not know who you are and what is required to live a productive and intentional life? So today, I've come to know myself better, and I know I've learned to choose better for myself. I am not looking for affirmation outside of myself. I am not here to convince anyone of anything except the saving love of Jesus, because as a minister, that is just par for the course. But for a long time, I thought I needed to talk people into getting help. See, I am clear that I'm here to help people. It is my calling. However, it is not my calling to convince others of their need for help. That is a draining activity. And it can keep you connected to unhealthy situations and people. How do you know if people are convinced of their own need for help? Well, they are willing to show up with what tools they have, ready to acknowledge that there are areas that need repairing, even if they cannot point out the damage and disrepair in their lives. I believe that God will put people in your path with what you need to be better. But you must be willing to humble yourself, ask for help, and make the investment required to get to a place of wholeness. Getting help is how you get clear about your connections. Oh, and one other thing about the disconnect. 
you must be able to say no to what will not work and what no longer works. Stop agreeing because it is what you always did or it is how you avoid conflict and unwanted confrontation. You agree to try to keep the peace, forfeiting your own peace. In this season, for where it is you are going, you need a strategic yes for every opportunity and beneficial connection that shows up. And when I say beneficial, I mean that it benefits all involved. You no longer have the time and energy to put into propping up that which has nothing to do with your purpose. It is time to move on. Remember what we talked about last week. You must choose your heart. In doing so, you will disconnect from what hinders you and connect with what holds space for who you are meant to be and what you need to do. So let's get clear so we can move forward and make progress in this next season. It is time for our Coach Me D segment. This portion of the podcast is when I will answer your questions and pose questions to get you thinking about what you need to do differently to experience different in your life. My question to you today is, are you clear about your connections? As my friend would say, do you have any random people in your life? Can you identify the level of significance of each one of your connections? One of my relationships, who I love dearly, is always offering me an opportunity to go to lunch. She knows that one of my first questions is, with who? See, I am not really into breaking bread with just anybody. Eating with people usually happens in an intimate setting, and I am not intimate with just anybody. This particular connection knows this and will laugh when I ask. Usually, my connections exist within my various tribes of friends and loved ones. These are people that I feel safe and comfortable with and who have no ulterior motives. We come together to support, encourage, and lift up one another. If I am not sure that this is happening, then this is not my tribe. My call to action for you this week is to identify your tribe. You can have more than one. Get clear about your connections and their significance in your life. Doing these things will minimize you being tied and tethered to unhealthy relationships that have the ability to sabotage your success if not monitored continuously. You have assignments to complete and a purpose to live, so don't allow your work to be disrupted by poor connections. If you have a question you want to ask me, you can message me on any of my social media platforms at Demi Enterprises or my website, DemiEnterprises.com. I hope to hear from you soon. So until the next time, keep chasing your purpose and live empowered.